I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Fiona. She has Addison's disease. Let's talk about it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who did that just now? We can't do that. That was me. Oh, right. We can't? Yeah. No, no, we can't be too loud. We're not allowed. We're technically not allowed to be in this Airbnb. Well, Did you know it's illegal for to Airbnb break in, to break into a place that you know is vacant? <laughs> <laughs> this night just got really exciting. Apparently, <laughs> it's illegal for people who own condos to rent out their Airbnb. No, 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 no. It it's depends on it depends on the con- on the on the condo board's regulations bylaws. Uh, sh- uh, well, the owner of this Airbnb mentioned something about Toronto. I don't know if you knew, but in Toronto, it is not actually mm. legal for people with condos. It's pro- she pro- it's the most likely. It. It's most likely her the board of the condo board. Jeff lives. She's in a, a fucking condo, liar. Then she's she a fucking liar. Jeff yeah. is legally allowed to rent out his that's right. condo, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We, is we that a condo? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can only rent out ours now because when we, I live in a brand new building, and when it well, brand it was new, brand new, like it was a year ago when we moved Ooh. into it, it was brand new. We and. The we a lot of people were Airbnb and so were we. And then they basically the condo board was like, whoa, 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 like we don't want it, like tons of random people like in here, like all days of the week. So they instituted something where like the minimum stay for if you have your place on Airbnb is thirty, like thirty like minutes, thir- three <laughs> three weeks, three weeks maybe. I think three weeks, three, three weeks. weeks. That's three a weeks big stay. stay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jen Major rent her place for like three months at a time all the time eight years is crazy um <laughs> well here's the thing regardless <clears throat> the whole reason this we're talking about this is because brian taylor <clears throat> fiona jeremy jeremy brian we're, we're in downtown toronto mm-hmm. we can see the cn tower from here well you close the blinds so well i closed all the blinds but we can't see if it. we open those blinds <laughs> we could see the cn tower we're in toronto the only reason we're here is because of all of our patreon supporters thank you all so much for and supporting drake and drake uh drake also flew us out here on his private jet we didn't even have to use your patreon money but thanks d we're spending all that money uh, down at uh, what's it called Judas Priest on all their burgers and uh, bottle service. So thank you all so much, <laughs> Patreon supporters. You brought us to Toronto to party and have a good time, and also to sit down and talk about a disease that I know nothing about. Taylor knows nothing about zero. Brian knows nothing about, but Fiona, which isn't surprising for oh. Brian. Oh, yeah. I know all about this. You one. know all about it because I have it. I have Addison's <laughs> disease. Addison, it sounds like somebody's name. It is. It's named after the doctor who discovered it, but uh, I, I don't know if that's his first name. Was his name Dr. Burns? <laughs> Addison. I think it was probably okay. Addison. Burnett. All right. I, I wonder if there was a doctor cystic fibrosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, a medical, that's not a medical term at all. You would wonder about cystic fibrosis and make this all about you. A doctor erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Was there, does that guy I exist? Think, I think that is named after a, a man. <laughs> So, um, so Fiona, what the what? So, 
What is Addison's <laughs> disease? So Addison's disease is um, it's adrenal insufficiency. So that means that you either have no adrenal glands or uh, dysfunctioning adrenal glands, or you have um, a dysfunction in your pituitary gland. So little kind of basic science background that uh, mm-hmm. your pituitary gland which is in your brain communicates to your adrenal glands, which sit like a, a cap on top of your kidneys. And they tell your kidneys to secrete different hormones. Uh, and so you can have a malfunction at either point. For me, it's that I have no adrenal glands. So that's how your body just straight up doesn't have those glands. Yeah. So I was born with them and I had them for most of my life. And then they fell out of you. Then, (laughs) then they, uh, I had an autoimmune disorder that slowly destructed them. Whoa. And and so is that Addison? What is that? What Addison's did? Or is it another, was it another thing? What's the autoimmune thing? The, the autoimmune was that, um, I mean, my doctors don't really know what, how it came about, but, uh, it's suspected that I'd come down with pneumonia and, um, tonsillitis a bunch of times, uh, over a period of years. And so when your immune system is mounting these big defenses to battle some other illness, it can make a mistake and it can uh, accidentally break down something that you need that it thinks that self is non-self and so that's what happened with me Mm. so my adrenal glands over we estimate about two years uh slowly just got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and so as they got smaller then my symptoms got worse and worse and worse how did did they figure that out how did they go ah it's your adrenal glands that are just being erased it was a, a long process because uh oh so the short answer is that they did a ct scan of my abdomen and could see that their adrenal glands were gone well, not, I shouldn't say gone. They're like a sliver. They're really, really, really small. Uh, but I also had to get a uh, an MRI to make sure that I didn't have a, a tumor on my pituitary gland. Mm. So that's the short of it. The long of it is that I'd gone through about uh, two years and eight or nine doctors who uh, were trying to diagnose me because the symptoms of Addison's are is very they're very vague. So you throw up a lot. You faint a lot. You are out of breath, you, um, you can't fight off very basic, uh, very trivial illnesses, like sounds, having a cold. It sounds like me after it's, a real rough night, you it know sounds, what I'm saying? It sounds really wild that like those would be um, some of the symptoms because your adrenal gra- glands aren't working. Because, uh, I mean, I guess with my limited understanding, I would think that your adrenal glands aren't working, you're not getting like super amped up about right. things. You're like yeah. scared of things. Like you're but walking it, in the woods and a bear pops It's not just adrenaline. Like, hey, it, what's up? Mm-hmm. Are your adrenal glands the thing that, that produces adrenaline? Yes. But is, it, is it, but is it only adrenaline? No, they produce uh, a bunch of different hormones. So there's a, a part of your adrenal glands that produces adrenaline. And then there is another part of your adrenal glands that produces uh, glucocorticoids. So cortisol, I think you guys might mm-hmm. have heard of that. That's a popular one to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there is glu- or, sorry, mineral corticoids, which they affect your blood salt levels and how much you, salt you pee and how much water you pee. And I then, bet you mine are all fucked up somehow <laughs> with the salt thing. Well, yeah, yeah well, you, do, you yeah. give away a lot of salt, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, androgens. So those are, those are hormones that are secreted um, during puberty and they produce secondary sexual characteristics. like. Dude, I have, is that what an- where androgyny comes from? 
I think so, hmm. actually. I think Interesting. Right. I had no idea David that. Bowie had a lot of um, androgen. <laughs> What's it called? Androgens. Androgens. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that that um, the adrenal gland was, like, I had no idea that adrenaline was produced really close to your kidney. Yeah. I was, I, like, I guess I just assumed that it was something that, like, Happen in your brain? Yeah, like, yes. Like, in it one of the glands so. in your yeah, brain. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It does. Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. it happens in more than one gland. Well, it starts body. in your brain. Your brain communicates pituitary. to your, yeah, oh my God. Pituitary and then yeah. pituitary to your adrenals. Yeah. Mm. And then the true. adrenals to your elbow bone, your elbow bone <laughs> to your knee bone. bone. Yeah. Or whatever. You yeah, do also whatever. produce um, adrenaline. I think like 15% of your adrenaline comes from other nerve endings, though, in your body. Okay. So even though I don't have adrenal glands, I still do make some adrenaline. How fucking crazy is adrenaline? I don't remember. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really, I don't know. So you're not going to be like out flipping <laughs> cars in no. Toronto anytime Way soon, Way to I rub guess, it eh? in. Do you have a, <laughs> guys, how awesome is adrenaline? No do, more uh, roller coasters for me. Do you have a lesser capacity for being excited? frightened or excited? Yeah. Or, like, uh, or fear? I well, I don't really have that that shocked response anymore. Right. So, like a couple years ago, I was uh, my apartment building was on fire, and I ran out of the burning building. And everyone outside was like super jazzed on adrenaline because yeah. of the excitement right, yeah. of the situation. And I was just like, you were just like, I'm just going to take a nap, guys. Yeah, Let exactly. me know when everyone when the emergency response like, team gets oh. here. So this is very inconvenient. <laughs> this yeah. keeps, it keeps me level headed in intense situations. But so like you still have this like you still have this great ability to be like no nah, I got to save myself yeah you get out and then when everybody else is just like like falling apart because the adrenaline's so intense mm-hmm. and the 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 shit that's hit the fan has kind of like like settled down a bit you're just kind of like okay cool back to exactly. normal well from yeah. an evolutionary standpoint I think what adrenaline is supposed to do is is get you through situations that you might otherwise not be able to get through. Like you, you like if there's a mm-hmm. fire that you are in danger of mm. or, um, or something's chasing you, you tiger. have a, you have a, you have yeah. a, you can run for a longer period of time yeah. without realizing the, the effect that that's having on your body and your legs and your fatigue doesn't set in as quick because of the adrenaline. How levels. about this question? Have you ever injured yourself really badly and not had the ability to like, um, like, so I recently broke my collarbone recently, a few years ago. It was like a really intense shattering of my collarbone. Um, but for the first, honestly, like first 10 minutes, zero pain. Oh yeah. You don't almost, feel it at almost all. euphoria, mm. honestly. And then it went into like really intense pain. Um, I, I think that's shock. That's from it's, adrenaline, it's, right? Like it's an overproduce yeah. of adrenaline. So yeah. like, would you just not have that? Yeah. So I actually have to carry with me, uh, a kit that's um, a cortisol injection kit in case I get into like a really bad car accident oh, no or way. burn myself really badly or cut myself. So um, oh, I, yeah, I give myself the injection in my butt and then uh, it gives me enough time to get to the hospital to then be treated. Have wow. you ever had to do Whoa, it? That's why I've never had to do it. Um, there was one time where I should have, but I was holding off because I called an ambulance. I'd, I had the flu and I was vomiting a lot, like all night and uh, realized, okay, I need to go to the hospital. I'm, I'm having an Addison's crisis, which is where you have a crash in, in those necessary hormones. And, um, and so I thought, okay, well, the paramedics are going to show up and they'll, they'll know what to do and they will treat me. But they showed up and they didn't really know what to do because Addison's is so rare that people mm. don't really know how to treat me, even though I wear a medical or bracelet. Um, the like, do they read it and just go Addison's? Well, I'm sorry, I don't know what this is, ma'am. Uh, just come with us. <laughs> There's a code on here 
that they then punch into like a computer and figure out exactly what to to do. Hmm. Um, so in no, that I case, that. I should have given myself the injection because they just took too long. And then by the time I got to the hospital, uh, all the hospital staff were then also taking too long. And I was really, I was going into shock. Crushing I was her. like shaking and really, really cold. And uh, they did a quick blood test on me to figure out what my levels were at. And I, I was... I think I was too collected and together and, ta- and trying to talk them through it so that they didn't realize the urgency of the situation. Right. Because I, I try to be informative and because I know about this and I want to be obviously treated promptly. Um, but then, then I come off as too, like, oh, she's fine. We right. can take her time. <laughs> right, like, uh, right, right. No, you need to get out of my kitchen and stop looking at the soda stream and asking about my cat and like carry me down to the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, like we need right. to go. And so, do you cheer it up? Do you, do you ever, are you ever like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to put on, put, put on a scene. And you're like, ah! <laughs> no. my Addison's. <laughs> That's like, pretty wow, wild. She was super calm. And you're like, you're like, you're like, hey, and by the way, the way that I'm very calm, cool, and collected is actually a symptom yeah, exactly. of what's happening. Mm. It's also so right. actually, I'm dying inside. We need to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to come back to this uh, this autoimmune thing because it's very interesting. You you, from what I'm t- gathering, you weren't born with Addison's, right? But you went through this like whatever, like mystery autoimmune disorder mm-hmm. where your body just went like, ah, I don't like this part of me. Exactly. I'm going to fucking punch it until it's dead and get rid of it. And then after that, you're, you, you just kind of like had Addison's like your body gave yourself a new disease. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so wickety whack crazy. It's, it's crappy. It's like, come the on, human body, body like is it, so weird. Yeah. Like, like it was an accidental response to uh thing that you don't even know what, what happened. Yeah. And it's Crazy. like, what, like there, what, you know, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, a, there's been a f- couple of scientists that have been on Joe Rogan's podcast lately. And they're talking about like evolutionary biolo- biology and stuff like that. And it's just like, when I hear stuff like that, it just makes me like, why, why would, why, why is that? Why would the human body do that to itself? Well, I'm like, come on, I'm trying, I, I put you in nice clothes. I feed you, you know, <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. trying to keep things going well here and like, don't try and kill us, please. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how young were you, uh, when, when this like autoimmune sort of bullshit was going on? Uh, it was about 25 years old. Oh, well, sh- oh okay, so wait, this was uh, a childhood thing. No, no, this was in my adulthood. So I, oh. it started, I think when I was around like in my, I'd say like 22. And then I was diagnosed when I was about 25. I, I, I don't like to, um, to put specific dates and times on it because I don't want to be yeah. attached to that anniversary for lack of a better word it's something that i um it's certainly that illness the illness informs who i am today but i don't want it to be memorialized every fucking year like this was the day that i was diagnosed and no like it's it is a it's definitely a shift in my life but it isn't um i mean i I don't really remember what why did it take um like two years because so the symptoms were very gradual because my adrenal glands were slowly disappearing and then uh, I just had a hard time finding a doctor who would listen to me and di- di- dive deeper into what my condition was because they looked at me. I mean, I'm quite thin. I'm like 130 pounds and five foot nine. So I'm, I'm quite petite. And 
at the time when I was at my sickest, I was 90 pounds. So I was 40 pounds lighter than I am. And so they just looked at me and said, oh, well, you have an eating disorder. And I was like, no. No, God (laughs) damn it. Yeah. Like, I'm not here asking you what's wrong with me if I'm actively doing something to myself. They're like, like, no, no, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. No, no. (laughs) But I mean, at the same time, I can understand how they would come to that conclusion. Like, because I'm so thin and then I'm throwing up a lot and fainting a lot. Were you, were you eating? Yes. So like your appetite wasn't affected or anything like that. It's just you're getting nauseous. You're throwing up. Yeah. It's like uh, (laughs) I would walk up a flight of stairs and the physical exertion would be so intense that I would throw up from that. Like I was like I'd run a marathon. And then also my blood pressure was very, very low because the blood salt levels are being affected by mineral corticoids, which I'm not producing. Mm. And so, uh, I would have to walk around kind of bent over at the waist, like a, like an upside down L kind of like mm. 90 degrees in order to not faint. Wow. It's the position Whoa, that that's... Taylor takes every time he farts. <laughs> He's like, Oh God, Oh God, here it comes. Guys. <laughs> it's going, it's going. <laughs> Man, but like what, what did your, what did your like friends and family say though? Because like I can get a doctor being, like how it wouldn't be a huge toll on you if a doctor was just not really listening to you. Mm-hmm. But like your were your friends and family wondering what was going on too? Yes and no. So I was living in Montreal at the time and my family was all in Calgary and <clears throat> in other areas of the country. So uh, it was I was just surrounded by my friends and I imagine that they thought that something was wrong. But it's, a, it's an <clears throat> awkward thing to broach with someone like, hey, you look like shit you know that it's not something you want to say to somebody and it's also gradual so they're seeing me slowly get sick Mm. and then my family didn't know because they didn't see me like facetime didn't exist at that time and and skype so like no one could actually look at me and say oh my god like you're you're so gaunt you're so pale you're so um sick looking but i remember once you're so uh, L-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't why you, are you stand up? Bad? Just fucking stand. Why right? do you look like you would fit in the corner of a Tetris game <laughs> yeah, very well? The, uh, I remember once hugging one of my friends, and he uh, s- he just started grabbing at my flesh. And I don't think he realized he was doing it, but it was sort of like he was <clears throat> looking for where I was, like feeling how, how small uh, and thin I had gotten. And then I also remember, too, reaching behind my, uh, to scratch my back and feeling my ribs. And it was awful, Uh, (laughs) awful, awful, awful. How'd that feel to have your friend, like, obviously, I'm guessing that didn't happen. And you didn't go, hey, Paul, what are you doing? (laughs) Settle down. Yeah. (laughs) Like, did did you leave that situation, like that, that encounter and go, oh, God, what? It was was just, it was, it was an odd moment. Like we kind of pulled away from the hug and looked at each other and then carried on and it wasn't mm. until after that I reflected on it because also at the time I was mm. so sick that I was just surviving and so you're not really you can't sit and dissect anything you're like how am I gonna eat you know how am I gonna get to the grocery store every and single moment yeah, yeah it's more like basic survival one one of the things I find really interesting about this in particular is that um you you talk about this experience so matter of fact, mm. and I know when Jeremy you're asking those questions about like wh- what did that feel like emotionally? It just kind of seems like oh you knew you were sick, you didn't know what it was, but you were trying to figure it out, and you know that's just the way that it happened. But it, I I guess I I wonder in that moment did the fact that your your um, glands weren't working properly 
was that affecting your emotions in that situation? Mm. And even now when you think back about that and and talk about it, Mm. is it so matter of fact because you don't produce like, I I, I guess, adrenaline and the other... um, uh, what, what are they called? Hormones. 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 Do, your hor- do your hormones affect your emotion? Yeah. yeah. I, I, know they can, I know they affect your mood for yeah. sure, but like, like do they directly affect... Dopamine, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you're yeah, right. Sure. And yeah, almost yeah. in the sense, and just to add, I know even more to that question, but um, like talking on a microphone right now, do you feel nervous about that? Um, no, I mean, I'm more, I'm, I'm nervous because I'm excited for the opportunity to talk about it and to share my experience with people because of how, um, how wonderful it actually really was that whole experience for me, even though it was fucking awful at the time, um, right. how it has informed my, my life now has been remarkable and wonderful and I would never change that. Right. Um, but in terms of at the time, I mean, I don't know why I'm so matter of fact about it. I think like I have you always been a matter of fact, matter yeah, of fact person. I think that's I just that's generally a, my personality. Yeah. And then I also I have a science background, and I'm going into medicine, okay. and so I'm just very um, is I'm 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 more textbook and clinical about mm. this. Just because mm-hmm. we like we've done this a, a number of times. I mean, we're close to having probably a, a hundred conversations ab- about um, people's struggles and dealing with illness and the way that you talk about it is is are you lying to us you're lying to us aren't you in a very intelligent (laughs) way and it's like and it's it's thoughtful and and it seems like the emotion is removed from it and i just wonder if that's just who you are as a person or it is affected by your your hormones because of your adrenal glands being non-existent i think it it is a matter of me of who I am as a person but then also I mean it's been about eight years since I had because I'm 33 right now so it's been about eight years and so I've had a lot of time to like cry about it and feel like shit about it okay and I'm also good you are human yeah exactly yeah I mean I was gonna ask earlier you know you you I'm just kidding you don't seem like a robot (laughs) you went you went through nine doctors like there was this whole period of time where your adrenal glands are being um you know like etch-a-sketched and you you don't even realize Mm -hmm. um and it took it took a couple years to actually figure that out um how frustrating was that experience? I know, I know that you were just saying how it's like I was just in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, did you have time to reflect on in, in while you were in the thick of it to be like, what the fuck is going on, or was it just kind of something that just ran in the background? I was like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out someday. Well, because I was being told that it was an eating disorder. Um, I then was being, I felt like, okay, I'm just being weak. Like it's in my head. I need to get over this. I need to move. I need to just keep going on and pretending that like I'm fine. (laughs) And really, I think that actually that is what saved me because had I succumbed to the idea that like I'm sick and I'm dying, then I probably, I really think that I would have died. And so, um, having, uh, Having no one believe me it was, I think, a, a weird kind of life mm. raft in a, in a sense. Because when, when I was diagnosed and my doctor realized, okay, it's because you don't have any adrenal glands, he said, uh, I'd like to explain to you how you're still alive, but I can't. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah. And so... So like this is that you you escaped death like like this yeah. this got real severe. Yeah, I was 
very, very sick. Isn't it fucking crazy that like, you know, like I, I don't get how pain works. I don't, I honestly don't get it. Like you, I'll sit here right now and Brian could, you could come up to me and like pinch my skin and not very hard. And I would go, ow, that hurts. Like that, that is painful for me. Now let's say you pinch me so hard that you take a chunk of my skin away from me. I'm going to go, fuck, that really hurts. But then I'm thinking about, you know, like your situation where your body is taking your adrenal glands away from you. They're, mm. they're just, they're eating them up. Or I think of, you know, Brandon, our friend Brandon, and he's growing, you know, like a mass in his lungs and he has no idea that it's there. I mean, in the early stages, but this thing is like causing pressure and it's growing. Like, and how many times do you hear about people that have like tumors and it's not causing pain but it's fucking there. It's inside us. Mm. Like how, wh- dude, our bodies are like, it is the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing that you're, but like, and, but it, but instead of having pain, like, ow, my, my, it feels like my kidney hurts. Cause it feels like I feel pain down here. Mm-hmm. Your body's just going, all right, let's just throw up a whole bunch and uh, faint a lot mm-hmm. and yeah. like, and not like lose our, like have any adrenaline. Well, I want to come so to the, I, I'm, I'm really curious as to, and out. I was going to ask, you seem, I was going to say you seem really scientifically literate on the yes. subject, which now that's clarified. <laughs> that's because what you said I meant. You're going that's what abuse. I meant to say. Yeah, scientifically yeah, you literate. You like robot. Those, those two <laughs> words. The robot part was yeah, a joke. <laughs> so you seem really scientifically literate, cry. which Make is clear cry. that because you said you're going into medicine. Yes. Um, so what, what is the correlation to the hormones not being produced and the fatigue and the vomiting? Why are those two things? What is it that makes those two things happen? Or, so, or, or, I, or sorry, I know why the I know why I totally understand why the hormones aren't being produced yeah. because of the adrenal glands lack of existence. Yeah. <laughs> but what is it that the lack of those hormones? Why does that cause X Y Z? Those symptoms? Pop yeah. quiz. Uh, okay, so um, cortisol is a stress recovery hormone. So that's the hormone that you secrete when you get really sick or you get into a really big fight or argument. It's uh, or you get into a car accident. Um, it's the hormone that you secrete to help your body recover from that. And it helps to reduce inflammation as well. So like if okay. athletes and stuff get injured, they get cortisol, cortisol, yeah, cortisol injections. Yep. Exactly. Cause it helps reduce inflammation. And then, um, with the mineral corticoids, those help with your blood pressure. Um, so when you're not producing those, you have, when your blood pressure is low, then you're faint. Mm. Uh, and I believe that the correlation with the cortisol and your energy levels, I think that is what's affected and that, um, any kind of stress, like going up a flight of stairs, you don't have the, um, the energy to do it. You don't have the energy to recover from that, that stress. Like kind of similar to, you know, if someone went out and, uh, you know, like they, they had a crazy hockey practice and their coach just skated them into the ice and then, you know, guys throw up or something. It's like like this the stress of their fatigue is like overwhelming so they vomit mm-hmm. it's like you're getting that yeah but from like lifting everyday, a bag of groceries yeah like everyday things that you should be able to do Jesus. no problem yeah. crazy yeah. because of the energy le- because of your energy levels which are associated which are which are directly correlated to your hormones which aren't being produced mm-hmm. now how about this if you were picking up a bag of groceries or walking up a flight of stairs on the moon 
Would you react that way? Very Maybe. interesting. Maybe oh, not, because gravity is not <laughs> as intense on the moon. And oh, I am, out science I am me, also Jerry. scientific. <laughs> <laughs> I am literate. Yeah. You can't outscience me. I can read. Where are my glasses? <laughs> But, but, but actually, though, I think you'd probably be good, right? I think it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Other than it'd be like kind of lonely. And <laughs> yeah. Well, there would be less stress, but eventually your body would adapt in a way to the stress, right? Yeah. And your, yeah. Bo- like your bones would become less dense. Yeah, you're yes. 90 pounds yeah. here and up there. You just like you drop be, down to like 10. Yeah. So there would be. So Ooh. eventually your bones. And, well, I, mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but also you can't breathe up yeah. there. So like you're not going to have any breath at all. Uh, it's pro- you're pro- I think if the sun is facing you, you're going to just burn to death. <laughs> Yeah. And if you're not facing the sun, you'll freeze. Yeah. So I, I, coming back to what I just said, <laughs> then I honestly think that it's probably better that you're not on the moon mm-hmm. and Aliens that we're here as on well, Earth. Right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's that yeah. too. That's what radiation. Saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the radiation, the yeah. pressure. Oh. <laughs> it's many things. <laughs> many, many, it's many, many things. <laughs> um, coming back to your experience with Addison. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you figure it out. You you eventually figure it out. Yes. And is it is it something? I guess it's a doctor tells you, um, Fiona. I'm sorry to tell you this, <laughs> but you have Addison's disease. And were you like, oh, or were you like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was. A, well, he'd kind of prepared me. It was like, okay, we're gonna do all of these different tests. Here is what I'm suspecting it is. I think it might be Addison's. And don't go home and look this up on the internet because you'll just terrify yourself. So just smart doctor. Yeah. So just like <clears throat> follow me, you know, like listen to what I'm saying and we'll get you through this. I don't mean to cut you off, but before you came in, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I don't even know what Addison's is. And <laughs> I Googled Addison's and <laughs> all a- it shows. I, and I'm so glad you didn't go home and Google this because <laughs> Look at this fucking... But did you go home and Google it? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I didn't. if you did, this is what... Don't even read anything. Just look at the only photo that pops up when you Google Addison's disease. I don't know what's going on here, but... Ah! What the <laughs> fuck is that? Okay. Oh, my can you God. Just, can, Fiona, can you describe what you're looking at? Uh, it is... It looks like um, on cigarette packages where they are like nicotine warnings you know where someone's mouth is exposed mm, yeah, and yeah. they're pulling the lower lip down and it is uh dark and super gnarly doesn't yeah, it cut all like this unpleasant. thing that's on the inside of my lip right it now does. <laughs> yeah, it actually does. Yeah, yeah, so like part that. of actually one of the symptoms of addison's is uh you're you become hyperpigmented like your your skin gets darker when uh, it's untreated. I mean, you're looking uh, at me now, I'm, I'm like, quite pale. Uh, Fiona, <laughs> like, you, you have red hair you and, and like, you look probably a little burnt. <laughs> yeah, anything, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, the inside of your mouth apparently gets dark. Oh, so that's what's happening here. Yeah, like that's what picture, that picture says. If, if you Google it, I mean, take a, t- take a second to Google it, but the picture is below the teeth, the gum line, like about two millimeters below the bottom teeth is black. Dude, it's black. And then the rest of their gums is like kind of normal color. Did you ever experience anything like that? I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't really examining myself for that kind of thing. Right. Um, I didn't, I don't know if I got darker. I mean, I had one doctor tell me that I did. But She's like, you're looking real tan. <laughs> you're like, well, I just got back from Florida. So, <laughs> yeah. Were you away for a Something into it. And also apparently people with Addison's, uh, untreated Addison's, their heart gets smaller. I don't Whoa. know why. Oh, that, can't, wow. that can't be good. Yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, here's a little random thing um, before we come back to finding out your diagnosis. 
notable cases. Oh yes, of Addison's like disease. Pe- people do you who have it. John F. Kennedy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's he's the he's the probably the most famous case of interesting. Addison's is that disease. how he died? Uh, I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> Ooh, I think, yeah. They thought that it was the gunshot wound, but he actually just died on yeah. the spot. Like, like at the Jesus Christ. Moment. <laughs> actually, I was in Washington uh, in January, and I went to his grave, and uh, I threw a cortisol pill onto his grave. It's oh my like God, a, what a, a little way. bonding. What kind of gesture? Uh, that's awesome. Well, you know who else had it? Probably. And they say probably. Hitler. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> probably had Addison's. So like yeah. one kind of outweighs the other and then That's it's just right. sort of neutral. Now, was it the Addison's that killed him <laughs> or was it SEAL Team 6? Well, <laughs> I again, I think remember. it might be the same kind of situation as with Kennedy. I <laughs> think it, right. they thought that it was SEAL Team 6, but it was actually just simultaneous <laughs> oh, uh, dropping. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Probably most notably, the other famous person was that uh, former South Korean president. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and what was his name, Brian? Uh, Park Suyin Gi. Oh, fuck off. That wasn't it. <laughs> Did you actually just say that? Did you actually just... The, the Park, first... Uh, you were pretty close. Park Guyin Yi. Yeah. I, I might have butchered that. I don't know Korean. Um, so you find out. Your doctor says, don't go Google this shit because yeah. you'll see some whack pictures of gums. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm guessing you didn't Google it. No. And you... You do a series of tests? Yeah. So um, I had an MRI to rule out a tumor on my pituitary gland. I had a a CT scan of my abdomen to just like see what was going on with my adrenals. And then I had another test. I don't remember what it was called where they, um, you sit in a chair for like five hours and they inject you with the hormone that your pituitary sends to your adrenal glands. And then they see, then they, take blood tests throughout that five hours to uh, to see if your adrenal glands are responding hmm. or not. And so those are the... the and tests. you failed. Yeah, I fucking failed that failed test so time. bad. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be right. sweet if you could, you know, uh, have, you, have any of you guys seen Passengers, the one with uh, uh, Jennifer, the space Jennifer, one? Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Pratt, Chris Pratt? I don't, no. I don't do space movies. It was, medi- no. it was mediocre at best, but... You're missing out, Fiona. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're basically, they're, they wake up on this, like, on this like hundred year journey to this, you know, uh, planet. That's they're on a colony. They're on a colony. They're ship. going to yeah. They're going to a colony, and uh, the guy if something malfunctions and he wakes up. And anyway, um, you know, I'm sure you can imagine that some shit goes bad. They go to like the medical bay, and they just the the medical setup. I love it in these sci-fi movies when it's so simple. They, they get into this like pod and a thing just runs over them yeah. and scans them. And then, and then a list pops up on a screen that's like, you have Addison's this, this, disease. this, this, and this. And then it's like, fix. <laughs> and you just like press the button and it just goes, Whoa. and it's like, accomplished. Same thing <laughs> as in Prometheus. Yeah. And you're just like, that's the medical, like that's the sci-fi way to just go, yo, this is how, this is why this happens. This is why this is okay. Because we just go, okay, you have this and now it's mm. done. Like if someone could just run a little scan over yeah. you, like a CT scan or something like that. And they just go, Hey, it's your adrenals. They're and, not there. And like 3D printer me some adrenal glands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, that's probably Hey-o. not that far away. That doesn't sound too far off. Do you know this? Um, you might know the, not know the answer to this, but like if the, if they could go, hey, we can we can um, we can cook up some adrenal glands in a petri dish. Mm-hmm. It'll take two weeks, and then we're going to bring you in, stick them in you. Would you? Would your body go? Yeah, we'll take these. Or would your body be like, no, 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 we've done this before. We'll do it again. Yeah. Fuck these adrenal glands. <laughs> yeah. We don't want them. I don't know. 
know. I mean, there's a lot involved in that, right? Like tissue rejection and mm. uh, whether or not I have antibodies in my body that are like like the soldiers that are in there specifically targeted for adrenal glands. So if they just see another set, then they're like, nope. you're out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe me. that autoimmune thing is still present, but it just yeah. doesn't attack anything mm-hmm. else in your exactly. body. Exactly. It's just like paroling or checking out my body to make sure that no adrenal glands are Man, ever going to That is so fascinating in. that that's but a possibility. It, and it's so <laughs> crazy because like not having them and not being treated just kills you. So yeah. it's like, Ooh. yeah, fuck those guys. They're not allowed in here. <laughs> we showed like, you. We, 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 we <laughs> run the show though. We yeah. need, we, you need us there. <laughs> but maybe it's been so long that they're like, they're kind of they're kind of out of training. Like fast. They're, yeah, they're, they've yeah. just been lazing around. They've got <laughs> old, they've got old rusty equipment now. It doesn't really work as well. So then they put the adrenals in. They try to attack it, but then your adrenals are like, "Fuck you!" It reminds, and they kill them. It reminds me of like a I like, like this a, movie. A cruise I like this ship. Script. Yeah, it's going. It reminds it me of really a good. cruise ship, and there's security guards on the boat, and they're like, "The fucking captain can't get back on," and you're like, "But the boat's gonna." like crash or sink what else is it like bride do you have another example (laughs) of what it's like okay so it's like a space shuttle okay and it's docked up against the international (laughs) space station but there's no astronaut (laughs) pilot to fly it back So Do you want to know what else it's like? It's like a, oh it's like a beehive without a queen bee. Oh no. And the worker bees are like, nope, no queen bee can get back in here. And the bee queen bee is like, I'm the glands that are running the show here. So many similes. So you figure out it's like so much that you <laughs> have it. Only you, you and I can you, say you, this. You it's failed. like a classroom full of kids. Oh, God, no. And the teacher hasn't showed up, but the principal's like, the teacher's not allowed to go in and teach. That would be crazy. <laughs> And uh, you figure out you have it, yes. and um, you so like what's the what is the process of treating it from there? So I just take hormones every day. I take uh, two dors- uh, do- dosages of cortisol every day. So one in the early morning, and then one around uh, like six o'clock. How does that make you feel? What do you mean? Like, like does it just kind of put you baseline or like when you take the cortisol, are you like, Ooh, oh, I, I, it's because it's a, a pill and it takes a while to digest it. I don't really notice like a spike or anything like mm. that. I do have to, um, stress dose. Like if I have an exam coming up or if, um, I'm going through something stressful emotionally, then I will take more cortisol. Stress to help. dose. Uh, yeah. Mm. Is, so you snort it. Is that the stress? <laughs> dose? Yeah. Do you, do you inject just take one that? of those pens and just go, but I have to be careful because you don't want to take too much uh, because it can actually cause osteoporosis, which I also oh. have, unfortunately. As um, a result of that? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, I had I was diagnosed with osteoporosis at the same time as I was diagnosed with Addison's. And so they think that it's because I uh, wasn't very active. And so I didn't have any kind of... Um, like pressure on my bones to keep them dense. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so that is suspected as to like why I have it, osteoporosis. Is osteoporosis as well. like full body or do you get it in like specific areas? Like, ah, oh, you have like hip osteoporosis or oh, you got elbow osteoporosis. I think it's full body, but there's specific areas that they test. Like, mm. uh, I go for bone mineral density scans. And so they check your hip and they check your lower back. And so then they compare those numbers over the years as you get mm-hmm. tested. It's because those are the most dense parts of the body, right? Uh, what, or maybe those are the most prone to... Prone to go first? Yeah, right. I think so. Did you know that when astronauts go to space... There's a lot of space talk in this episode. I know, I'm, like, I'm really freaking me out. When, you go to, when an astronaut goes to space, uh, they, because of the lack of gravity, 
they experience, they, they piss out their bones. Yeah. Yeah. And they experience what uh, would be the equivalent of osteoporosis in an 80-year-old person. Well, they get it and they can reverse it. They can reverse it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like they, as soon as they get up there, it's like, yep, your bones are going, I don't need to be here. It's because you don't have gravity uh, putting pressure on those bones. Yeah. Which is what like happens in the movie WALL-E. That's right. Have you seen WALL-E? No, I don't think I have. Uh, so is it the, another space movie? Because I, I can't. yeah, what's well, up, Fiona? You're missing out on all okay. the good stuff. It's, it's an too scary. It's, it's too scary. Disney for me. Space it's, is it's, too, it's, nothing it's, good it's, ever happens in space. It's, or Pixar, it's true. Uh, it's always really horrible things that happen. Sandra in space. Bullock came down in her underwear and a tank top. This is true. And what else happened in space? Earth was formed, and <laughs> Fiona was born. I don't. I don't even like to think and about the fact that here. Earth is in space. <laughs> yeah, we're too hurdle, much. Hurtling <laughs> through it, just hurtling so through. In in Wally, um, the <laughs> humans are forced from planet Earth, mm-hmm. and they're living in a spaceship. And uh, there's low gravity there, and they float around on these like little like air floaty carts. And because they're floating around and carried everywhere, they don't have to walk. And they lose bone density, ah. and they end up just being like gelatinous like mass, skin sack masses. Yeah, yeah. 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 which That's we don't have to worry sad. about. It's okay, Fiona. Calm down. <laughs> I, Settle down. Dude, I think you're, you're, I think you're wondering if I was emotional. Here it is. Yeah. I think her adrenaline started to pick up. I'm not enjoying this. She's so human. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can make her cry just to check. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um, I don't mean that. So, so, uh, like, what was that process? Of, like, when you found out and they and your doctor was like, "All right, well, let's start treating this." Mm-hmm. Was it a pretty? Were, were you in that um, that period in your life where you were like, "I'm 90 pounds. I'm gaunt as fuck. I have no like energy at all." Mm-hmm. Were you in the the thick of that once you found out you were diagnosed? Yes. And how quick was the transition from that? Fiona to the like, hey, you don't look like you have an eating disorder, Fiona. Mm. Uh, so as soon as I started taking the cortisol, it was like in a few hours I felt normal. No Whoa. way. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so, um, but then my body had been without cortisol for so long that um, then for about a month I didn't sleep. I would sleep for a couple of hours and it was oh, really, I was just loaded with energy and anxiety. It, it actually really sucked yeah, it sounds to like horrible. get, uh, my body was like so excited almost to have cortisol that then I, um, yeah, I didn't sleep and I was really hot and really sweaty. Hmm. Um, like and, you went from one end of the spectrum to the other and like, like that, yeah, you, in like half a day. Do you know Crazy. how your body uses cortisol? Like, where does it go when it's produced? It just goes into your bloodstream, goes everywhere. Okay, and then like after a certain amount of time, it just kind of burns off or is used up or... Yeah, I think that's how it works. Okay. I, um, I think it uh, It just... I mean, I don't want to get too, too sciencey sure. on yeah. you, but it, it just goes straight into your into your cells and then tells your your cells to start making whatever it needs. Okay. Scientifically, I that was. I, I'm that sorry, I couldn't follow that. That was far too scientific. <laughs> Fiona, I am confused yeah. as all hell. I think scientifically, it's burned we'll off. Part, don't burn. worry. That's what they say. <laughs> no, we absolutely won't. It all burns um, off. Um, this, you know what? To be fair, I would, I would usually never ask anybody a, a question sciencey like that. But you're a sciencey person. Yes. Scientific. Okay. Well, and I think I'm is going the word. into medicine, so I should probably have a better answer than that. But in, in my defense. That's You're not for another couple it. months. So, yeah, exactly. You're going, yeah. You're You're going into exactly. medicine. You're not going to 
truck yeah, coming out of right. medicine going, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> you haven't yeah. covered that yet. So you know what? That explanation was fine. It was bang <laughs> it on. Was fine. It was bang on. Yeah, it was better than what I knew. That's for sure. Um, and you're not even going into medicine. <laughs> well, there you go. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. So this like this this extreme this other extreme the other end of the of the sort of the spectrum of like being super energetic and hot and anxious um, was that just a, a short period of time for your body to adjust? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like you were being OD'd with with cortisol. It was just your body was going. I don't know how to fucking handle this. I yeah. gotta figure it out. I gotta get back into the swing of things. Well, I was like, rad. We've been wanting this hormone for a really long time. Right. Let's not burn it up too quick. Let's <laughs> exactly. just sit with it. Yeah, right. Well, and then there was a period of time where uh, I had to kind of test out my dosages to figure out exactly how much I needed in mm. a day. Um, and uh, and then I gradually just put the weight my weight back on and got stronger and healthier and flushed back out what what did too much cortisol feel like versus too little so too little you feel this it's a a pain that i've never been able to associate with anything else or i've never felt before where it's just your abdomen feels like it's being crushed oh it's very painful um yeah you just feel you're being crushed and then you want to lay down anywhere and like i remember like just sitting on the street because i was like i can't fucking stand anymore i can't oh. walk anymore craziest place you've laid down go uh in a grocery store really i love a grocery store and it's kind of a a, a quote <laughs> joke amongst people with addisons of that you say like oh i just need five minutes i just need five minutes i just gotta lay down it's like ah, you're in the middle of the street like you probably shouldn't lay down here <laughs> and then that's the sign of like Oh, just give me five minutes. Just give me five minutes. I love that when I'm like sleeping, trying to sleep in in the morning and I'm like, just give me five minutes. (laughs) It's just like, that's such a good feeling when you know that you can have it. But when that's so Addison, <laughs> <laughs> like Brian's wake up and we're going like, oh, my God, I'm so Addison. right now. <laughs> yeah. are, there, are there any other good Addison's jokes, you know, uh, no, that you know, what? that's. That's the only one. That's the one. What's the Addison's Addison's community like? It's very small. So there is an Addison Society of Canada. It's lit. Uh, There are, I think, 100 members. So it's pretty exclusive. Wow. Uh, Whoa, that uh, is super exclusive. And I don't think you actually need to have Addison's to be part of the... (laughs) (laughs) So you can be like a spouse or something. (laughs) People Um, who are just really enthusiastic about it. Love the snooze button. (laughs) Yeah, you're in. (laughs) So it's like... Very small. I went, I've been to one Addison's meeting. Uh, and you were the only one who showed up. <laughs> it was just me talking to myself. There, I think there were two or three other people with Addison's there, and that was it. So That's who wild. the fuck are the other people? They're, well, they're just spread out all over Canada. Oh, okay, okay. And so they occasionally, there's like, a, oh, we're having a meeting in Toronto, and mm. if you can come, you can come. And then you just get together and talk about how, it. Do you know how rare it is? I'm look I that don't up. know the number. hundred people. I think it's one in a well, hundred thousand. That's what I'm going to guess. That's okay, what I'm going to guess. See. I'm going to look it if up. If there's a right hundred people Brian, in Canada, you have a guess? anyone? Yeah, yeah. If there's a hundred people in Canada and there's thirty six, thirty seven million people in Canada, 
I would, I can't do that fractional math, so I would say <laughs> probably one in, one in 500. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, symptoms usually do not develop. That doesn't or one in 5,000, sorry. I don't know if that math adds we, up. We might be able to find yeah. here. The, what, yeah. does, what does too much cortisol feel like? Too, well, Taylor, uh, um, too much feels out. like uh, lots of anxiety, kind of shaking. Um, uh, it doesn't feel good. And when you take too much, is it like the only way to just kind of like let it ride and yeah. get through it? There's nothing else you can do. You just have to um, just wait for it to Pass you got it, Jeremy? Oh, Jeremy has a number. Affected populations. Addison's disease affects males and females in equal numbers. Approximately one in one hundred thousand people in the United States have Addison's disease. Right. Are you on radi- Are you on RareDiseases.org? I am. Yeah, dude. So am I. I think February is supposed nice. to be Rare Diseases Month. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sweet. We'll hold on to this episode for months. <laughs> Did I say one in a hundred? Whoa. The first? overall <laughs> prevalence. Said one in five hundred at first. Dude, that's, that's real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's a that's bad a, number. That would be a very common disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. So what's that? So the average is is is. 50 people per million, obviously, between if it's 40 and 60. Um, so that means that the, in Canada, there are what's 50 times uh, 35, uh, 1,500? 1, I'm enjoying 15, 15, this watching you do math. 15, like 1,700 people in Canada that have it? Is that the right number? 1750. 1750. 1750. I'm a math tutor. I should probably care about this. Are you actually? 1750. I did that in my head. I did that in my head. Yeah, you did. Well, I said 1700. You said 1750. So fuck you. And I was right. You're right. I love you. Crazy. That's an insane. I mean, you know, 35 million people in the country, and there's that many people with Addison's. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah. That's mind blowing. Yeah, you're in a really exclusive club. How does yeah. that feel? It feels it feels pretty great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That means that we could take a hundred thousand people here in Toronto. <laughs> we could keep doing math. You might be the only person. <laughs> you might be the only person of those hundred thousand people that has Addison. Right, but there's like five million people in this city. So, how does it affect your social life? Like Fifty people. <laughs> like, uh, or does it currently? Like, no. since you've been treated, it's kind of like it really just runs in the background. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is that like I can't like spontaneously sleep over at somebody's house because one, one of my medications that I take early in the morning, uh, has to be refrigerated. So I can't like, uh, I don't know if you know this crazy fucking thing, but, uh, one in every person in Canada who has a home pretty much has a refrigerator. Um, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, uh, it's, it's simply like around the population of like everybody has, like a, has a fridge. Yeah. So um, Jerry, what do you do? Go to the bar, walk up to the bartender and say, Hey, look, yeah. I'm planning on, you know, like maybe going home with somebody tonight. Yeah. Can you can, store my medication? In your you fridge? I have the solution. Yeah. I have the solution. Sure. Uh, cooler insulated fanny pack. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hot. Yeah, pro- super probably hot. Dude, fanny super. packs are in right now. <laughs> Absolutely, especially if it's got a fan running in it, and it's like <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like flimsy, cool. flimsy cooler yeah. type material. Oh, you know I, mean? I know you're talking about with like ice packs in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, so so does it affect like di- like are you seeing anyone? No. So like in terms of, uh, you know, like 
so I guess like one night stands or whatever kind of out of the picture. It's just it's not like you're gonna go home with someone. Well, then I just would go home after. Yeah, oh, okay, right. Yeah, or just take them to your house and be like, <laughs> yeah, I've exactly. got a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, they're like, great, uh, me too. I really got to get home. Sorry, I can't stay over. And he's like, I oh, guess yeah. I get out. Like, yeah. You're like, uh, I got Addison's things. And he's like, that sounds fucking made up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's actually really exclusive. So yeah, you don't like, even know. Imagine. You don't even know. He's like, who gave you that? Dr. Cystic Fibrosis? <laughs> Fuck off. Dr. Erectile? Imagine being at the bar and being like, look, um, I don't know if you want to come back to my place or not. Like, I can't really come back to your place. But if you want to come back to my place, I've just got this really rare disease and I need my medication to be refrigerated. So it just sounds kind of kind of far fetched. Yeah, Although, yeah, and, and, um, uh, I, I don't know if it should be called a disease. I need to look up what the classification of a disease is because you can't catch it from me. So right, I feel like right, it's right, more right. a condition, condition or rather disorder. Than I, well, or cystic fibrosis is a disease, but you can't catch it from me. It's it's considered a disease. Let's yeah, gonna... but I could give it to my child. Maybe if that's I why I had a baby. So it is because it's genetic. So it's kind of I don't right, want to say right. contagious, but it you can pass it on. Whereas I can't pass on Addison's. Ooh. It's called disease on this on rarediseases.org. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Rarediseases.org. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's an Addison Society. It says Addison's disease on the Ad- on the Canadian Addison yeah. Society. What's a Tay? Uh, while you're sitting there doing that, look up what is a disease. Yeah, like what is the yeah, like, classification is it, is it of a disease? Genetic? No, not at all. Okay, is it um, is it this mystery kind of across the board, right? So like you you got you got Addison's because you had some weird, unreally explainable autoimmune thing. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what it's like for most people who get Addison's? Is it kind of this mystery? Yeah, uh, some people have it from having a tumor on their pituitary gland. So, right. actually, through the Addison Society, we will like often talk to each other. Right, people are going through the struggles of having the disease and struggles with um, getting proper hormone dosages and feeling like shit, and then also having no one around you believe you that you're sick. And so, it really helps to be able to talk to somebody else who's been through it and to mm. to um, to sympathize with the, your situation. Mm-hmm. And so I've spoken with people who have Addison's because of a tumor uh, on their pituitary gland. So that's what caused it for them. Some people, they will just be missing one of the hormones that uh, your adrenals should produce. Right. Okay. And then that just kind of leads into Addison's yeah. because you're just not producing it. Yeah. What's a disease, Jay? Um, so it seems like a disease is a really just a crazy broad term for, and I, I imagine that originally it was a dis-ease. Yeah, you're at of, dis-ease. Mm-hmm. Of a, just a part of your body. So it says a disease is a particular abnormal condition, a disorder of a structure or function that affects part or all of an organism. Hmm. The study of disease is called pathology, which includes the study of cause. Dis-ease, disease is often construed as a medical condition associated with specific symptoms and signs, and then underneath it says, what is the difference between a disease and a disorder? Which says, my take on the difference is that disease has a specific identifiable cause and symptom. Disorder refers to an unwanted condition that's hard to say what could be wrong. So it's probably why you see disorder with a lot of mental illnesses. Right. Because it's very challenging to like really pin it down. Um, Where it's clear that your adrenal glands and were erased and it came from some sort of autoimmune disease mm-hmm. and these are the symptoms that you are receiving. Mm-hmm. So you have... It seems related to the Congratulations, cause. Fiona. I, I have a disease. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I have a disease. Yeah. Congratulations. All right, I can't reject that. It, it, seems, it seems really related to the cause because in the next sentence is, for instance, cancer is a disease because you can identify the tumors that are causing the symptoms. Yeah. Ah, so you okay. can see, you can very easily 
pinpoint the cause of right. what's making mm. it happen. Right. Interesting. Mm. So I guess for you, the That's cause super is interesting. that you just don't have adrenal glands. No, yeah, just missing an organ. Yeah. Huh. Dude, you can really go down a pretty good wormhole of Wikipedia <laughs> stuff here. Man, God, now it's like the syndrome. What's the syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I, you're like, what? What's, what's that? that? <laughs> yeah, like, what is the syndrome? Okay, the no, last no, thing no, 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 no. Leave it, leave it. We'll get into that when we have a syndrome on the Welcome uh, to the Reading Wikipedia podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We read Wikipedia pages out loud. Uh, do you carry do you do you carry any kind of fears or anything like that? Um uh or anxieties surrounding your Addisons? Like is there you know, you said your a doctor once said to you, I can't really tell you how you're alive. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, something that is kind of still p- potential reality? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's certainly, uh, it informs my everyday. That if I were to stop taking my medication right now, I would probably live for about another two days, and then I would die. Oh, yeah. really? So Fuck. It's, I'm always, I'm two days away. And so I'm, I kind of feel like I'm on borrowed time or that, like, I've... Like I fooled the world, you know, I'm not Whoa. supposed to be here. How does that oh, affect shit. like travel and shit? Do so you I travel? Just, yeah, of course. Yeah. I just bring my medication with me. In a cooler fanny? But what, <laughs> but what if like, you what know, happened? what if you, what if you ran out? Like what if I you. I just bring a lot. Like I make sure to bring up. a lot. And then I, it would definitely limit my travel. Like I'm not going to go to. Like the jungle. A, and yeah, the exactly. Or some crazy nowhere. isolated desert. This, yeah. oh, like Whoa, two days. Or but space. wait, so wait, so how did you, so <laughs> how did you live? I know you said that the doctor was like, how are you alive? But. Do you know how you lived for a period with it without dying? I have no idea. I mean, to say that I was living, like, yeah, my heart was beating, but it... Right, you're not I was, really alive. Yeah, in exactly. Sense. So, wow. so basically, you, you, if you went off of it, it would like, it's like your, your, your hormone crashing. levels would yeah. crash yeah. and you would just go, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, exactly. Right, so it's just your body going like, I'm, I, I'm used to it now, no! Yeah. And e- letting go of the... Shut down. Crazy. Right. Oh, probably, and that, would that be... Now, this is speculative. Would that be in any way related, like everything that we do? Um, Would that be related to the fact that when you got it, when you got Addison's disease, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, um, it was because your adrenal glands were gradually being eaten away. So it was like Mm -hmm. you had basically like a tapering off effect of the of the of the of the hormones, whereas now it would if you went off your drugs, they would just crash to from 100 to zero right away. In, fuck that's zero to a hundred real yeah. quick. Hundred to zero, I think, because it's going from Damn. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Basically, or in terms of like badness, zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> yeah, right? it's really yeah. bad. You could, you could be bad. zero. You could definitely be dying would be bad. Yeah, dying. I mean, dying would be, would be bad. bad. Yeah, for me, kind of, but I'd be dead. So I wouldn't. What would that know? look like? Right. What would it? Do you know what that death would look like? I know that's a super morbid. Fucking slowly. I I think just go into a coma. I think I would get wow. very weak, you know, have my, oh, I just need five minutes. I just need five Going minutes. Going to L. L yeah, shape. exactly. Yeah. Going to L, lay down, and then just kind of fall into sleep. sleep. I got to say, I feel mega informed about this. Yeah, good. me too. Yeah. Yeah. good. I'm glad. Have you, yeah. have you contemplated death much because of oh, this situation? Going into medicine? All the time. <laughs> what yeah, you? well, and that's, why, that's what has informed me becoming a doctor, what, wanting to become a doctor. So what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on death? Uh, oh, that's a big, Ooh, yeah. big existential question. I don't know. What are my thoughts on death? I mean, this whole experience has really uh, brought to light to me or that illness isn't just about how it's affecting me. It affects a whole group of people in my life and people around me. 
And so um, it's, you know, when I, when I thank my doctor at the end of doctor's appointments, it is my one voice that's saying thank you, but it is the voice of everybody who loves me saying thank you, right? Because through hmm. his work, I, I'm still here. And that, um, that health doesn't just affect one person, that it, it really has a big, wide-reaching effect of, of everyone who, who loves you and cares about you. I could see why you would really want to be a doctor after <laughs> having that viewpoint on the situation. Well, and I've been in I've been in the gurney. I've been in the ambulances. I know what that is like, and I know what it is like to be searching for a diagnosis and feeling so isolated and alone, and just wanting somebody to to believe you and listen to you and to help you, and uh, and that um, and that it is really hard to do that when you feel so sick. And you have like you have to be your own advocate, right? You have to be fighting for these appointments and and fighting to understand, and not just being complicit and and waiting for a diagnosis to come to you. That um, you have to to seek it out, and that I want to be that voice for people and to to hear that and to bring my experience with illness into helping other people through their their health journeys. I'm like I'm I'm kind of I kind of just zoomed out for a moment and like kind of looked at how I how drastically my I perceived this conversation to change when you were like, Oh yeah, if I didn't do it, I'd be dead in two days. Mm-hmm. When, like when yeah. you, when you, when you, when you <laughs> place the consequence, when you place the relative consequence down on the table and go like, cause we didn't, we never, we didn't get into it. We never, we never talked about what happens if it, if it goes away. And when you, when you throw that down, it all of a sudden like blows up this importance of, things like hormones, hormone, a horm- the word hormone is something that the general population tosses around all the time mm-hmm. in very like loose terms. My hormones are acting. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But when you, but when you get down and I love that, I love how scientifically literate you are, medically literate you are because it, it allowed, it allowed us to kind of dive into like really the act, the real importance or the, the Ooh. real meaning of what hormones yeah, are doing. Like a ton of value. I, yeah. And I never, I've never really thought about hormones in that way. Mm. I've more so thought about them in like the, a lot of the, uh, yogic context or the way that it, it that we've learned about it through yoga Ooh. practice and like everyday life of, you know, keeping you, um, you know, like content and mm-hmm. relaxed and things Ooh. that help you go to sleep and things that, you know, keep you energized during the day but not in this like never thought of it like well if i didn't have this i'd go into a coma yeah not on these like extremes and what the consequences of not having them so it's a really enlightening Mm. well and you actually yoga is something that i i really take very seriously and practice quite regularly because it is so correlated to to stress right and to Mm. help to um to deal with uh to deal with stress and so that i don't have to stress dose with cortisol i can i can calm my stress myself right instead of having to take the medical means you know i can take the uh meditative means instead Mm. i think that's cool too coming from sorry but coming from like someone who's also going into medicine because i feel like it's far too often that and i'm i'm a huge science nerd and i'm also into yoga and and a lot of like the the a lot of like what a lot of people would think is like wishy-washy. And I try to, I try to reconcile the two Mm. sides of that spectrum as best I can um, and come at it from both sides. But I find that you usually, you more often than not get people that are on either end of that spectrum. So Mm -hmm. it's really nice to, to kind of, to, to talk about the reconciliation of those two things and how something that's like a holistic thing can, can work in conjunction with 
what you have to do Absolutely. from a medical standpoint. And that it, your health is holistic. It's, uh, yeah, it, you have W-H-O-L-E. to have the, H-O-L-E. the, the meat of your body needs to work, but you also, your spirit needs to also work mm. and your, your uh, mental health is important as well. Like mm. these, these all, and reaching out beyond that, the community of people that surrounds you, that is also part of your health. Like, yeah. There are so many aspects to it. It's rather than like your heart can be beating, you can be alive, but are, you can still also be half dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say mm-hmm. Addison's disease has taken away from you? Oh, um, I, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, it's given me so much that I don't really think of what it has taken from me. I think that, um, Ugh, like I can't go on roller coasters and I can't go <laughs> to the nice. Sahara or something, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's taken, it's limited me in some ways, but, um, in terms of what it has taken, I mean, if, if it has taken anything, it is, it, it pales in comparison to what it has given me. Mm. Right. But you can't ride. I can't coasters. ride roller coasters. It's so shitty. It's, uh, it's it pretty bad. Sucks. I mean, they're, pretty, they're, I, they are. So rad, wicked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, they're so good. Uh, well, my next question was, what has Addison's given you? Oh. Equally as difficult oh. question. Oh, it has given me perspective. I think that's the biggest thing that it's given me because, like I said, death is two days away all the time, and so um, it it has made me uh, really proactive in going after <clears throat> things that I want. You know, like medical school and um i set lots of goals for myself and and i work to um to contribute to my community and volunteering in my community in a variety of different uh different ways and then it has given me it's opened my eyes to other people who could be potentially suffering and not saying anything you know people can one-off say something like oh so-and-so in my family has cancer and that comment can just pass pass along through the conversation and it's not even really acknowledged or noted, but I know that, okay, someone in their family has, has cancer. How is this affecting them? Like Mm. it's one little comment that has a wider reaching effect, you know, that that is weighing on this person and how it is weighing on this person, that it is Addison's has given me, um, like focus on what other people could be potentially going through. That awareness, yeah, that level of awareness, Mm. and and personal awareness too. That I'm, I'm my, I'm having to do the job of my adrenal glands and check in with myself all the time. Like, am I stressed out? Uh, Do I have a big exam coming up? Um, Do I need to stress dose for this? Do I need to sleep more because I know this is going to tire me out? Like, it, uh, it makes me check in with myself a lot and check in with the people around me as Mm. well. Awesome, I. Uh, I think this is one of my favorite episodes we've ever had. Jeremy. I mean that. I think this is one of the, this is one of the best conversations, uh, I've ever had on this podcast. And I am so stoked that you came in (laughs) and we're down to shoot the shit with us. Cause I think that, I think that there's, there's there like, we always learn. We always learn from our guests. Mm-hmm. But to sit down and talk about something that literally had zero idea about and now have this like very deep understanding about what it is that you're going through, 
uh, and have gone through and to see like what it's given you Mm -hmm. and your perspective and outlook on life, man, like fuck doesn't matter whoever fucking listens to this. (laughs) If you have Addison's disease, if you know someone who has Addison's disease, or if you're just a totally like normal, perfectly healthy human being, like this is one of those, I feel like a more aware human being and a more like, like grounded human being from just having this kind of conversation. And it's, this is like, these are the conversations why I want to continue to do this podcast. Mm. So thank you. Thank you. I mean, I listen to this podcast to inform myself, right. For my future practice, because it is so helpful. Please don't take any, any (laughs) knowledge from this podcast into your future practice for the love of fuck Fiona. You will be fired so quickly. Hey, you guys are pretty good at math. (laughs) Nothing we say, but like, I guess are usually pretty great. (laughs) And we're in like a super exclusive club now because we are now associated with somebody who has, I can get you into the Addison's club. Yeah. Right. Because we don't say that anyone can go, but pass the velvet rope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah, thank you so much thank for coming you. in. I really yeah. enjoyed this. It was really great to be able to talk about it with you guys and then to, to share my story with mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. Um, and Hey, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, <clears throat> we'll be back next week with another amazing episode. going to be hard to top this one. Just saying, uh, but, uh, until next week, head so on over to iTunes. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> head on over to iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is where we end. This is it. This was our last <laughs> episode. Song. Uh, head on over to iTunes, give us a, a subscribe, rate us and review us. Uh, it, it actually like makes a huge difference. And you know what, J- just in saying that this, uh, for me personally, and I think I can probably speak for you, Brian and you Taylor, that, that how this conversation like, you know, affected me and probably is affecting you who's listening right now. And if it's not, then whatever, maybe this episode wasn't for you, but if it is affecting you, your subscription, your rating and your review on iTunes helps other people who haven't heard about this podcast hear it and and be affected by what it is that we're doing here. Um, so it would mean a lot if you just took a moment and did that today. Uh, and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. And we also have our coveted Patreon page. So go over to patreon.com slash sickboy. And that's a crowdfunding thing that we do. You can uh, subscribe uh, to contribute uh, X amount uh, each month. So it's an ongoing subscription. Um, so you can choose what you do. We have exclusive content, everybody, um, at different levels for who contributes what. Uh, and uh, we also have our merch store. And I think if you're a Patreon subscriber... Patreon patron, you get a discount on the merch store as well. Oh, oh you yeah, do. you're right. That's right. right. You get 10%, 10% off if you, uh, so go over there and fuck, I mean, geez, you can get away with just doing a dollar and then you, and then you, sure. you can get a 10% so discount. Patreon it up. You can cancel your dollar after, get a discount. <laughs> yeah. Scam yeah. us. Well, dude, and Brian then, and I are master scammers. So like, that's a dick. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then, uh, you can go get 10% off at the merch store. We got sweaters, we got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got bait too. We have baby apparel. We I do think. have baby apparel. We've yeah. got Brian quote shirts. Yeah. They're, if they're not there already, they're coming. All of this to say we that, have to do uh, that now, by this the way. is how we this is how we support the podcast. So uh, if you dig what you're listening to and you think what we are doing is is of any worth, um, go over to, or on over to Patreon or go buy some merch and, and advertise for us. With, and if you think it's useless, leave us a bad review. Uh, don't, well, yes, but still give us five stars. <laughs> just saying, you know, speak your shit, you know, put it out there, but just give us five stars. Uh, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.